Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. It is 133 in Edmonton. And we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and we're pleased to be joined on the head uh, on the uh, line by the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft, who's kind enough to uh, give us time uh, once a week. Jay, how are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. How excited are you tonight to get a chance to uh, uh, potentially watch online a guy by the name of Ryan McLeod with the Oilers? Very excited. I think everybody here um, with the club down in Bakersfield is um, so happy for Ryan that he's going to achieve one of his dreams tonight, which is to play his first game in the National Hockey League. And and, uh, we know about the work that he put in to get there, uh, so everyone's super excited for him. First five games this season in EA, he did not have a point. Uh, and then he really got going, finished with 14 goals. He was third in the AHL at the time of his recall, 28 points. He was fifth in the league at the time of his recall. He led the league in plus-minus. Was he was he getting opportunities and the pucks weren't going early, or did something click in? What do you think happened? Well, I think uh, a few things. One is, you know, he's back on the smaller ice surface. So uh, some of the big ice habits uh, that occur over in Europe uh, don't always translate to the smaller ice surface here in in North America. And um, I I did think he was playing well. it wasn't going in for him, but he stuck with it. And, and I think, you know, that's important for younger players is the understanding that in order to develop expertise, you got to go through some struggle. There has to be some sacrifice. And at the end of the day, there's there's a requirement of honest self-assessment uh, with your yourself and your game. And I, I think Ryan's a bright guy. Um, he worked very hard uh, at his game and, and takes his craft seriously. And to see him um, you know, have the success that he did down here and then to earn that recall. Like I said, everyone's super excited for him. I can't remember where you were, if you were in Edmonton or if you were on the bench in Edmonton or on the bench in Calgary, but it was a split squad game in 2018 and McLeod and Benson and uh, Yamamoto 
were on a line together, I think. And uh, uh, anyways, uh, McLeod hit, uh, he hit Yamamoto on about a 150-foot stretch pass and just right on the, like, went from right behind his goal, right up the middle of the ice, right on the tape, and Yamamoto went in and scored on a deke. I mean, a lot of people look at McLeod and they see the skating. It's, it's impossible not to notice he's a big guy that can skate, but he's got a good set of hands, doesn't he? He does, yeah, and I think uh, he's he's really worked on on growing uh, his personal confidence with the puck. His legs allow him to get through the neutral zone with a ton of speed, but this year what I saw more of was a confidence in transporting the puck through the neutral zone, and uh, for us down here, the effect was great because what it did was it backed teams off. It put teams on their heels. It allowed us to gain entry uh, a lot easier when you're coming with that type of heat, and for me, he earned the right to feel confidence just by sticking with his his work habits and practice and understanding that for him to have success at the highest level um, he had to find a way to be uh, strong between the dots not outside the dots but between the dots especially as a centerman and um, you know like I said it's a credit to to him and the work that he's put in because it's been a lot and uh, you know now he's going to get tested against the best in the best league in the world. All right, Jay Woodcroft joining us, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, who went 2-1 and one this week. Uh, you won a pair of games in Henderson. You'll take that all day. Uh, you did everything but win the game on Saturday. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. We were uh, we were coming through a, a pretty heavy stretch of games because we had some games rescheduled. So it was about our uh, our fifth fifth game in nine nights and uh, uh, on the Saturday night at home against versus, versus Ontario. And uh, I thought we controlled the bulk of the game. Um, a, a goal went off someone's foot, but w- mostly uh, our issue that night was scoring and, and finishing because we uh, we didn't give up much. Uh, we created a lot, but uh, credit to the other team and the other team's goaltender because he really stood on his head and uh, at the end of the day, uh, our effort was there, our enthusiasm was there. We just didn't have the polish that we normally have, and uh, as a result, we weren't able to get the win that night. Uh, I heard through the grapevine, you got Cooper Marodi and Tyler Benson are in the top sort of three or four overall in scoring in the league. Did Cooper take a bit of a shot uh, on Saturday? Yeah, was you know what, he uh, he went into the boards awkwardly after a scoring chance. He was in alone with the goaltender, and there was uh, not even a collision, but uh, he went into the boards hard. Uh, but we expect him uh, to grit through it and grind through it, and hopefully uh, with a, a day off of practice today that uh, he'll be ready tomorrow night, and we need him. You know, he's got a unique opportunity in front of him. He has a chance to win not only the scoring uh, title, the goal-scoring title in the American Hockey League, but he has the opportunity uh, to compete to uh, win the, you know, the scoring race, the overall scoring race in the American Hockey League, and to do that on a team that's fighting for first place in its division. So there's a lot ahead of him, and, uh, you know, he means a lot to our lineup, just like Ryan uh, when he's down here, and certainly Tyler, uh, especially when all three of them are playing together yeah well we should mention uh is it uh, uh Podorowski of san diego leads the scoring race with 34 points but he's played 36 games and marodi and benson have played 31 and 29 so you've got 
more games left, obviously, than the Gulls, so they got a chance to reel him in. Uh, we got a texter asking about James Hamlin. As you know, he's from Edmonton, former Southside Athletic Club player. who was on the same team as uh, Tyler Benson and uh, Stuart Skinner back in the day. So how's James Hamlin uh, came in as on an American Hockey League deal? How's he performed for you so far? Yeah, and, and an unheralded guy, right? Like There wasn't a lot of chatter about him. Right. But he's just somebody that, uh, as a coaching staff, we find in all of our best clips. Uh, you know, he seems to be doing everything uh, that's being asked of him. Um, he finds a way to contribute regardless of where he is in the lineup, if he's on the fourth line and and um, playing the occasional five-on-five shift. He finds a way to impact the game. If he's uh, on the penalty kill, which he's been a fixture of lately, uh, he finds a way to come up with um, scoring chances on the penalty kill or or even big blocks or big face-offs. And as a re- result of some injuries that we've uh, occur that have occurred for us over the last little while, we're playing him farther and farther up the lineup. And so instead of playing his typical 10 to 12 minutes, he's finding himself playing 16 to 19 minutes, and he's acquitted himself great. He's, uh, you know, what's that invoke saying in in the hockey circles now? They call guys Swiss Army knives. Right. Well, for the Bakersfield Condors, um, you know, he's. He's he is that and more for our team. He can do anything that's asked of him, uh, and he finds a way to impact uh, impact games. So we're lucky that uh, we get to coach him. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are going to need to protect Stuart Skinner, and he might be their choice as the goalie that they end up uh, making a commitment to. The numbers speak for themselves this year, Jay. He's 16-7-1, a 2.28 goals against average, a 9.15 save percentage. He's got the most wins in the AHL this season. This guy's taken a quantum step forward, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's in year three of his development uh, curve, so his his, uh, his game has grown uh, year by year, and and this year he has taken a big step. And you mentioned all those those fancy numbers and everything like that. The biggest one that I'm concerned with is that he leads the league in wins, and uh, that's a function of our belief in him in the the amount of games that he started. But it's also a function of him finding a way um, to keep the puck other than that at at the correct time finding a way to look down uh, 200 feet across the ice surface and out battle the other goaltender for the victory and um, you know we we, typically we don't give up a ton of chances but when we do break down he's been a rock for us and uh, we're not where we're at without Stuart Skinner so um, it's a huge credit to him and the season that he's put in uh, thus far. You've added some size on the right side. Uh, Kesselin and Kemp uh, both signed uh, to NHL deals. Kesselin out of the NCAA. Kemp started the year at Yale. They decided not to play. Went over to Sweden. They've both gotten in about a dozen games for you guys so far. How have they played? They've been good. Yeah, they've been good. I think it's. Uh, I think coming to the American Hockey League, uh, both from the NCAA and even from the Allsvenskan in Sweden, it's an eye opener because it's a man's league. Um, there is a a level of consistency required, uh, night in, night out. There's a strength uh, 
of opposition that might not be there in the NCAA with every team or might not be there in uh, the second division in Sweden. And so the requirements put on these young players are very, very big. And so it's a, there are there's for sure a transition process. But I think both of those guys have helped contribute to the healthy run that our team has gone on here since they've joined the team. Um, they both had have had learning moments, but both have had positive impacts. I, when I look at Kemp, I see more of a, a bigger, uh, thicker, stay-at-home kind of matchup defender. And when I look at Kesselring, I, I see a guy who can make a good first pass with the puck, a guy with uh, you know some instinct at the offensive blue line. Uh, but both of them have... Uh, contributed to our team and contributed to the success of the group and uh, they're getting better on a nightly basis all right uh, one of the forwards we get asked about almost every time is Raphael Lavoie he's got four goals seven points in 11 games I think he had those numbers four three and seven through the first eight this is an important uh, prospect for Edmonton development how has his adjustment gone from playing in Vasby to joining your team Good, good. He has things that um, you can't teach in players. He has natural um, shooter's instincts, uh, natural offensive instincts that forces other teams to respect to respect those instincts and, and he gives the other team something else they have to worry about um, I see a guy that touches the puck a lot especially in the offensive zone for Raf uh, what we're working on in his game is just the the level of professional details that the American Hockey League requires and he's been excellent he's a very coachable kid um, he is wants to play the game the right way and we're harping on the small things that go into um, high-end NHL players, the ones that, that that can be trusted to go out there and perform the way they need to perform. Things like board work, things like um, puck security at the blue lines, things like his, his play um, at the net, and uh, even small things like shift length, where, you know, the coming to the American Hockey League and understanding the pace and, and the quality of opposition, how important it is to hand a good shift off to the next line, how important it is to trust that the next line can do it. And uh, and managing things like that is where our focus right now uh, with RAF is. And I think, you know, he's going to be so much further ahead next year just having come and spent, you know, the 15 to 20 games here in the American League. It'll help him train going forward because they'll know what to expect. Jay, we've talked a lot about you know some of the prospects. Your team's sitting there fighting for top spot uh, in your division. That doesn't happen without having good veterans. Maybe just a comment on guys like Adam Crackdahl and Seth Griffith and Brad Malone up front and uh, you know Stanton and Kevin Gravel on defense. Yeah, and uh, you know what I would say this too, Bob. I think it starts with the commitment from our ownership to um, bring those veterans uh, into the fold and uh, understanding how important it is to surround those young prospects with good people, number one, good pros, number two, and number three, good players, players that can affect games. And um, when you have that, it's a special thing. And all of the guys that you mentioned, and let's start with the head of the snake, Brad Malone, uh, 
um, you know, they're all good players. So if I was talking about Brad, I would say last week uh, he had a, a child. His second child came into the world. He found a way to still make it uh, to Nevada to, to play those games. I think he had, you know, he severely affected both games. We won both games, and, and he just does it right on the ice. He does it right off the ice. He sets a great example. I think Adam Cracknell has come in and really complimented Brad uh, in terms of a leadership role up front. He's a huge man, just like Brad is. He finds a way to play on in every situation and have an effect on every game. And he's got a voice in the locker room that's uh, second probably only to Brad's. Uh, up front, we're starting to see um, Seth Griffith take a real step. Uh, in his game, he's uh, he's dialing up the offense. He's uh, taking control of the power play, and uh, he's taken a step here over the last couple of weeks. And then on the back end, I can't say enough uh, about the impact that Kevin Gravel has had on our on our young defensemen. Uh, you know, early in the year, he was Niemalainen's primary partner. Uh, he just calms the waters back there he says the right things he does the right things and now we got him playing with Kemp and he's been a great influence and Ryan Stanton you can't uh, underscore what he brings to the table he's a do it right guy somebody uh, who carries a lot of weight in the locker room and still is a very good hockey player so we're blessed with those veterans we realize we wouldn't be where we're at with the the, the quality draft picks that we have and then uh, to, to complement uh, them with those type of vets it's a good situation for us here in Bakersfield. Well, you're going to have a lot of prospect defense next year when you add, you know, Broberg and Samarukov. You get Niemalainen back next season. That's three guys on the left. Uh, obviously, you got Camp and Kesseling. There's another Swedish defenseman. Might be an option on the right. So, a lot of development going on. Jay, give us the schedule for this week. I think you guys are right back at it here for a couple games, aren't you? Yeah, we're we're kind of finishing up our busiest uh, part of our schedule here. We're I'm about to step on a bus. We're going to San Jose uh, to play them tomorrow night, and then we come back and we play Anderson before we get uh, three or four days off uh, heading into our, our final stretch run. So it's an important two games for us, San Jose tomorrow night, Henderson at home on Wednesday, and uh, we're looking forward to taking a big step here. Jay, appreciate the time. Best of luck this week. Appreciate it, Bob. Take care. You bet. That is American Hockey League. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Head coach for the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft. 149 in Edmonton will wrap up Oilers now after this. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 
update at this time on Jujar Kara. Well, other than to tell you that he's, I'd say, very unlikely to play over the course of uh, the next couple of games against the Winnipeg Jets. Obviously uh, dealing with an upper body issue. Uh, took a couple, took a punch, a hard one from Brett Ritchie, and then uh, sort of a, a hit that almost looked like it gave him a bit of a whip, whiplash effect, uh, courtesy of uh, Alexei uh, Romanov from the Montreal Canadiens. It is currently 152 in Edmonton. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza still making a great pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. All April, enjoy a free two-liter Coke product with the purchase of any two large pizzas at Royal Pizza, where you can order online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. As we go into this day in Oilers history, for Dennis and Jason Laliberti, the team at New West Travel, Brendan's going to take us. He's going to go on the Debbie Downer route on this one, and then I'm going to have a little bit better one. But go ahead for it, Brendan. <laughs> I told you they can't all be positive, right? On this day in 1986, Jamie McCowan has a goal and an assist as the Flames knock off the Oilers 4-1 at Northlands Coliseum to go up 3-2 in the Smythe Division Final. Wayne Gretzky's eighth of the playoffs was the lone Oilers goal on a night that Mike Vernon outdueled Grant Fuhr between the pipes. All right, uh, I will take you back to, uh, let's go back to 1984. The Edmonton Oilers in game two of their third round playoff series against Minnesota North Stars beat them by a score of 4-3 with a guy named Wayne from the Edmonton operation scoring the game winning goal. And on this date, uh, four years ago in 2017, the opening game of Edmonton series against the Anaheim Ducks, Adam Larson. That's right. Adam Larson scored twice. Leon Dreisaitl had four points as the Edmonton Oilers beat the Ducks 5-3 in Anaheim in front of roughly, I would say, 3,000 Oilers fans. There were a lot of people that took the opportunity to go down there for the two games and then take their kids to Disneyland and stuff. That was definitely going on uh, back in the state uh, in uh, 2017. Here's what we got shaken tonight. We have the City Ford Faceoff show from Bell MTS Place beginning at 5.30, uh, puck drop at 7 o'clock with Cam. Uh, Jack Michaels, also part of the Oilers Radio Network, along with Rob Brown and Reed Wilkins. Um, Sportsman's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta will join us tomorrow. A reminder that the horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you at the races soon when it's safe to do so. That's Horse Racing Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen and I. I'll rejoin you at 5.30 with Reed Wilkins. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chet.